and rules under the scrutiny of bosses and management one show breaks all the rules to deliver entertaining compelling and educated radio and stand above all the rest and this show isn't it are you ready for this it's the jojo and scotty's show after the show enjoy hey man what is happening he was there and then he wasn't god i'm doing yard work yesterday and then uh, cnn's like uh jack Cinderella, he's up and i'm like all right and then they come back and like oh now he's down yeah and that was it yeah. it was it was tough because he was never projected to win during the election, no. and then and then the Republicans got a little taste yesterday. Yesterday morning, for a couple hours, it was like, okay, all right, this could be it. Which, by the way, I talked about it yesterday. I don't know, Democratic governor, Republican governor in New Jersey, you're still going to be in New Jersey. Um, so they got a little taste, and then as soon as I heard words mail-in ballots, mm-hmm. I go, all Here right, come. Yeah. all right, Murphy yeah. won. Because yeah. they mail-in ballots always lead Democratic. Yeah, the fat ass is sitting on their couch at home and don't want to get out and vote. Ah, it's mailed in. Yeah, it's mailed in, Mildred. Let's just say they have about five days to find whatever <laughs> mail-in ballots yeah. they need to find. Yeah, I know. Uh, so, and then it was like by like noon, Murphy was up by like fifteen thousand. It went from Jack Chitterelli at like eleven a.m. was up by twelve hundred. To an hour later, Murphy was up by 15,000. Oh, sure, yeah. They brought it in on a forklift. Like, <laughs> look at what we found in Hoboken. Uh, this was on a bay liner in Sea Isle. I don't know why it was on the back of a boat, but we found all these ballots for Murphy. Yeah, I'm playing this game with my buddies. I'm out of here. I'm moving. I'm like, oh, you know what? I was like, you know what? I, I called one out. I said, you know, you should move. Yeah. yeah. You know, hey, go, go, go to Virginia, maybe Tennessee. Go to Florida. He's like, I, well, you know. I kind of have a good job here. I was yeah, like, exactly. I know you do, guy. Nobody's moving anywhere. You're not leaving New Jersey. New, We're here. It's the end of the, it's New Jersey at the end of the day. It's always gonna stink, but we love it here. It's an abusive relationship we're yeah. in with the state. Yeah. Uh, I did hear though that the uh, I read an article. I sent it to you yesterday that the uh, the Democratic Party is not happy here in the state of New Jersey with Murphy because it was such a close race. Yeah, well, yeah. Let's slow down with all the nonsense. So there they yeah. they, they I yeah. think they held a closed door meeting and said, look, if you do win. Uh, let's knock off a lot of this nonsense because sure. apparently it was abundantly clear it's not working. No, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Everyone was like, ah, it's a win for New Jersey. Not really. Even if Murphy wins by one vote, he's still the guy, you know. But you hope maybe he's like, eh, maybe not everybody agrees with what I'm yeah. doing. Eh, change not things around a little bit, you know. Not everybody wants to be progressive. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. No, me either. I know Progresso has a great soup. I know they got a good insurance. I think. Ah. That's it's my insurance. Is yes, it? they do. Oh, so you're progressive. I'm progressive. You know what? I am. <laughs> That's why I voted for Murphy. You love critical race theory and your insurance company. My favorite game yesterday was just sh- uh, sending you close-up uh, photos of uh, Murphy's teeth. He's got to get... He's got something... That he, he- dude, he, you know, like, outside of politics, right? Before he ever got to be governor, 
he's worth a ton of money. Sure, yeah, he's plenty. He has plenty of money. To like fix he's the a businessman at heart. Like yeah. he came in here with a ton of money. He's got to get his grill fixed. I know you don't want braces. How about an Invisalign? That'll straighten him out. He's got that thing. It must be an old Irish thing. My dad had it too. Where he's got that front tooth with like, there's like brown on the side of it. Yeah, scrape that off. Like, dude. yeah, can't you? Like, I and I know my dad went to the dentist, but like, can't, like, can't, can't yeah. take a file and just file that off. All right, that's enough. He's our governor. He is. Um, we, we must have respect. Everybody, it's uh, Comedy Thursday. We'll dive into that. We'll have the guys in for Macy Jokes. We're going to find a ZXO Workforce Employee of the Day around 645, so hang tight for that. And your first pick of the morning. Let's get this show rolling. Felt so good to play a band called Tonic yesterday, right? 90s pop rock at its best. Yeah, do it every morning. I love so it. I, you know what? I may 90s just turn pop into, rock, man. It's not going to be Scotty's first song in the morning anymore. It's just going to be 90s pop rock at 5.55 a.m. And let's come up with a cool name. For, now, that's a great name it's for it. 90s pop yeah. rock, 5.55 a.m. Yeah. Uh, here is uh, the Bare Naked Ladies. If you have a chance to see these guys live, they're fantastic. If I had a million dollars. 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's Rock Station, and the ZXL Morning Show. Good morning, everybody. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. F***ing thing sucks. I'm Scotty. Good morning. Here's some news for yous. King Murphy. He took the stage in Asbury Park late Wednesday night. Cheers from all the supporters and staffers hours after clinching a narrow re-election victory against Republican rival Jack Cittarelli in a much closer-than-expected New Jersey governor's race. And I had this ready, too. I had it ready because it was Jack and Diane. Mm -mm. They were going to win, and I I was going to play this every morning. Yeah. Uh, Murphy has become the first Democrat to be reelected in New Jersey since Brendan Byrne did it in 1977. Uh, We did have a historically low share of New Jerseyans appear to cast ballots in the governor's race. Only about 37% of New Jersey uh, actually voted for it. I think he's such a D-bag. He's going to keep doing what he was doing. He's like, yeah, I won. Yeah, I keep doing what I do. At least more than half like what I'm doing, so I'm going to keep doing it. Uh, New Jersey yesterday reported another 1,026 COVID-19 cases and seven deaths as children between the ages of 5 and 11 began receiving the first pediatric vaccine doses in the state. Nice, man. Let's get it in all the kids. Uh, Jamming I, in there. I did. I, I went and uh, my little guy came home and I bought a needle on the black market. Nice. And I gave it to him in our kitchen. Sweet. At he, home he, kit. Yeah. He cried. Yeah. Uh, the wound was infected. <laughs> he did get dizzy and vomited. And yeah, now he can climb walls. Uh, the Garden State seven day average for confirmed positive tests fell to 1,098, down 4% from a week ago and 32% from a month ago. Oh, boy. If you have any tasty cakes sitting around your house, you know you do. You may want to get rid of them. The company is recalling some multi-packs of chocolate cup cupcakes, cream-filled chocolate cupcakes, and buttercreamed ice cupcakes sold in PA, New Jersey, and Delaware. Uh, the treats could have tiny fragments of metal mesh wire in them. So uh, here are the products. Tasty cake chocolate cupcakes that expire December 14th, 18th, and 21st. Tasty cake cream-filled chocolate cupcakes that expire December 14th and 18th. Tasty cake buttercream ice cream filled chocolate cupcakes mm. that expire December 14th and 18th. And tasty cake buttercream ice cream filled chocolate cupcakes inner packages sold individually with the expiration date of December 18th. I can't tell you the last time I had a tasty cake. Not because, you know, not because I don't want them. I think it's because of guilt. My I'm wife. not kidding. Uh, sometimes I'll buy a, a box and I'll just throw it out on the counter in the kitchen. Yeah. Like animals. The house just like they smell it. 
They just come down, pouncing down the stairs. They got it right, man. That's good stuff. Dude. And they just grab it. Yeah. And they do that thing where, like, they, they'll grab multiple packages, even if they don't want it, just to pack away. I'd get bummed out when I opened the butterscotch crippets, and the thing would stick to the package. You got to do that thing. You got <laughs> to put it over on the side. You got to rub it so the butterscotch I like sticks the, is to it, it. Is it Tandy Cakes? The one where the, it's, the, it's like the chocolate cup, but it's got the cake with peanut butter inside? It's the, yeah, it's the flatter, oh yeah. smaller oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's news. What about sports? Jets, Colts. That's tonight for Thursday Night Football. Sixers beat the Bulls 103 98. Sixers, Pistons. That's tonight. Flyers, Penguins. That's tonight. Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. He's out with COVID. <laughs> and former Las Vegas Raiders wide receiver Henry Ruggs III. We talked about him yesterday. He was driving 156 miles an hour with a blood alcohol content twice Nevada's legal limit with a gun in the car when he hit the rear of a vehicle that uh, ended up blowing up and burning a passenger inside of it and killing the 23-year-old woman. I think he killed her dog, too. Oh! I think I read that. Oh, no. What a bad situation. What are you doing going 156 miles an hour? Just trying not to be late. I don't know. They said that this is how late he hit the brakes. When the airbags deployed, I guess they, the computer system can read out. Yeah. 127 miles an hour. Wow. Yeah. So that means he didn't break at all. Yeah. Uh, that's news. <laughs> that's sports. Uh, sun and clouds today. High up to 53 clouds tonight. Overnight low at 37. Tomorrow for your Friday, let's kick off your weekend. Sunny and a high up to 54.40 outside. Right now, 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's rock station. ZXL morning Did show. Did you hear about the truck driver that beat Sweeney in New Jersey? I guess they haven't. He Sweeney hasn't conceded yet, so it's still uh, it's still up in the air. But yeah, I don't this, think anyone believes it because every article I'm seeing is saying uh, he has a chance to unseat him. But what I, th- I thought he had already won, this but he's is, pretty damn close, man. It's a big deal, uh, especially here in South Jersey. And he's the state senate president, Steve Sweeney, who's a good guy. He you know he used to have battles with Chris Christie, but uh, but he's a union guy. You know, he comes from I believe a contracting background. A tough South Jersey guy, right, Steve Sweeney? And he, he, you know, the area that he covers, that's, you know, that's that area. You know, it's, it's blue-collar farmland. <laughs> and this guy does a $156 campaign, I guess via Facebook, really, social media, and um, has a joke. He's a commercial truck driver. And he, it looks like he won yesterday. Yeah, his name is Ed Durr. Now, yeah. he, he raised $10,000 in campaign donations, only had to use what you said, $153. <laughs> His expenses were $66.64 at a Dunkin' Donuts to buy yeah. coffee and food for poll workers and $86.67 at the UPS store yeah, yeah. to print out flyers. This is pretty awesome, man. And I tell you what. This I, mean, I mean, this shows that really, if you just put in some effort, any anyone can win, and that's what yeah. this is supposed yeah. to be. It's not supposed to be the rich win or the influential win. It's anybody who has an idea that works can get in there, and it may work, it may not work, but you get in there and try. And it's kind of like the Trump thing, where you're like, I don't know, man. This guy has no he has no no political history no. at all. But maybe that's not what we need. Now this oh, yeah. guy, I'd like I'd like for everybody to keep track of him because he's probably going to go in there with real ideas. The guy's a truck driver. So with all this nonsense that's going on where everyone's just going back and forth, I hope he raises his hand and said, listen, I'm a truck driver. I've gone through all this. This is how you're going to fix it. And yeah. give them a great idea on how to fix it. And once again, he he if he wins this, he's beating out a guy, Steve Sweeney, 
who is, like I said, very connected to blue collar New Jersey. And he's the second most important person in New Jersey. He's yeah. the Senate president. Yeah. How I mean, how New Jersey is this? You so got a truck driver in. This is a rocky story. Yeah. This, I mean, if this all pans out and they because here's the thing. They're now, I'm sure that everyone's doing. Uh, they're rushing to this guy to do background checks to make sure that he's legit. Oh, you no. know, here's oh, the no. thing. Here, you know, it go. here, here it comes. Let's not find yeah. something in his closet that's gonna, you know, it's gonna ruin New Jersey. I don't know if that. Okay, I, I, don't, I don't know if that can actually happen. <laughs> there's a truck driver from New Jersey. You don't think yeah. there's anything in his closet at all? Because that's the thing. No one thought this guy was gonna win, so nobody really vetted him to figure if, like, if he was even. If he was cool to run, right? So right. let's let's hope that this guy doesn't have a you know a, a something on his record on his permanent file. Uh, but we'll see if this if he actually makes it the Senate. Sure, yeah, I'd love to hear it, man. I'd love to hear all about it. And is successful, and by successful, I mean at least makes a full term. It's a rocky story. There's a movie that's going to be based on this guy, and he doesn't owe anybody anything. So I hope he comes back and says, you know what, I sat and I, I sat with that meeting today. Yeah. Listen to what they were telling me, and then give everybody the scoop. There's Look, a, you're a news network. Get behind this guy and figure out exactly what's going on in Washington. There's a uh, movie called uh, Dis- The Distinguished Gentleman with Eddie Murphy, and it's kind of the same scenario. Eddie Murphy's from the hood, and he gets elected to, like, Senate yeah. somehow, right? Like, And he gets thrown in the Senate, but he's like a hood rat from Detroit. And, uh, and it's the same thing, like, just a normal guy. Like he gets there and he goes, we're wasting so much money. Right, right. Like we're like, you have no idea. Like he goes, there's a great scene, and it's a movie from the early '90s when Eddie Murphy's career was. Eh. The movie's good though. He goes out hunting with a bunch of old white guys, and the old white guys take out machine guns to kill the duck. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's it's a great scene. It's a real funny movie, but no one ever talks about it because it was that bad time in Eddie Murphy's career. But it's the same type of scenario, just a normal guy gets thrown in the politics and that's what's gonna happen what's this guy's name uh ed dur ed dur i'm i'm gonna keep an eye on ed dur yes i want to know more ed boy you probably can fix a lot of great things man it got overshadowed yesterday by the governor race this is the story we need to be talking about in new jersey yeah good for him where this guy this guy didn't have to put 10 million dollars into a campaign didn't run a smear campaign he just went out there and said hey i'm ed yeah, and hey. a normal guy who, hey. who who pays taxes, too much taxes. Like, he gets all that, man. Good for him, hey, man. I uh, hope this works out. I'm Ed. Yeah. I, I live four doors down. Can you please vote for me? Yeah. I would have voted for The guy probably showed up door to door. Yeah. yeah. I would have sh- voted for the guy. $66. Dunkin' Donuts had a whole crew. <laughs> and that buys a lot. Hey, Dunkin Frankie, Donuts. Tony, you, know, you guys want to go out? <laughs> it's going to cost you a donut and some coffee. All right, come on, I got you. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Does he have to give up his commercial trucking job? Right, right. Is this his full-time gig? Like, this guy didn't expect it either. So now he's got all kinds of things he's got to yeah, figure out. Yeah, I think that's what it is, too. He's like, I didn't think I was going to win. I thought yeah. it would just be funny. You know, uh, like you and I talk about uh, like running for Atlantic City mayor. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I'd run for mayor of my dumb town. Yeah, and then if I got elected, I'd be like, what? Yeah, what happens? <laughs> what? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> yeah, but once again, I'd go through that vetting process, and they'd be like, no, this ain't gonna work. Oh, don't ask me. Yeah, don't. Yeah, uh, uh-uh. uh. Can I see your phone? So no. <laughs> uh, we get back. We'll do some rock news. JoJo and Scotty, rock news. You know, there's a the world is really kind of splintered right now when it comes to politics, and I guess there's a group of people um, called K- Canon. 
Qanon? Qanon. Yes. Yeah, I know all about these they, fellas. Uh, they're they're not exactly right leaning. I mean, they are, but it's more like they believe that things are going to happen. Uh, it's conspiracy are, theories. A lot of conspiracy theories. Oh, yeah. They believe like almost like the term tinfoil hat is really used a lot when talking about it. How, what is it? Qanon? Qanon? Qanon. Qanon. Uh, so Qanon believers believe that John F. Kennedy Jr., right, JFK Jr., who died in 1999 in a plane crash, was going to reemerge at a Rolling Stones concert in Dallas over the weekend. So what, this is one nut job? It just spreads this online and everybody buys into it? <laughs> I guess. I guess. Uh, some followers ended up yesterday standing at the grassy knoll where his father was assassinated, thinking that JFK Jr. would somehow appear and then not only appear— so after 20, over 20 years, right, JFK Jr. shows up and goes, like, like, like a soap opera, I tricked you all. Not only would he reappear, but he would also then help Donald Trump get back in the White House. Oh, I heard about that one. It was supposed to happen uh, 4th of July at Mount Rushmore. <laughs> he was going to come out from behind the rock. So, uh, so yeah, so it did not happen. Uh, JFK Jr. did not show up at the Rolling Stones concert. But a great place after 22 years to show up, though. And there was a thing, too, like where he's buried. Um, like the tombstones are in the shape of a Q. I was like, maybe that was just, <laughs> yeah, a, maybe that was just a guy that dug dra- graves and he was a little off. That's uh, all. So it does not look like JFK Jr. is going to be uh, to be returning. At least he didn't return over the last couple days uh, to either a Rolling Stones concert or the Grassy Knoll. Like, what, what, what a did weird he buy, Would he have bought a ticket, or is he coming out on stage? Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah, I mean, do you let the guys know, like the Stones know, like, hey, like JFK Jr. is going to be here? Uh, <laughs> what a weird place, too, to emerge after 22 years is the place where your dad was assassinated. Right, I guess that's part of the conspiracy theory. Like, what a, that's know? not a fun place to come back no, to. No, no. Uh, let's see. I I feel good for this kid, man. He lost his dad a year ago, and that's uh, Wolfgang Van Halen. So he decided he, you know, he's a he's a he's a really good musician himself, and he started a band called Mammoth WVH, right? And uh, little Wolfie, he's been opening up for Guns N' Roses over the summer, and he's making a career for himself, right? Trying not to just be Eddie Van Halen's son. So he's going out on his own tour with Dirty Honey now. Uh, they will uh, tour in 2022 uh, called the Young Guns Tour. It's going to kick off in late January, hit about 30 dates. Can he do better than Dirty Honey? Who's Dirty Honey? Yeah, well, he's the headliner. So that's oh, the I guess opener. He's the, yeah, he's the guy. Yeah. So Mammoth WVH going out on tour. And it looks people really liked him when he was opening up for Guns N' Roses. So, uh, you know, you want to see this kid succeed. He seems like a good kid. I've watched him in interviews, he's level headed. I love his mom. His mom's Valerie Bertinelli. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it looks like he's going to hit Philly at the Fillmore January 30th, and then he's going to be up in Sayreville in North Jersey at the Starland Ballroom February 2nd. That's yeah. if you want to see Mammoth WVH, who is uh, that's a Wolfgang Van Halen. I mean, you respect him as a musician, and you feel bad for him for losing his dad, too. Yeah. So that's a win-win. Uh, Motley Crue, their bass is Nikki Six. We've been talking about him a lot this week. Uh, he made the New York Times bestseller list for the fourth time with his book uh, called The First 21, How I Became Nikki Six. Now he said for his fifth book, he's going to write a children's book. This is like Harry Potter. 
Yeah, uh, the uh, the dude has become very successful at writing uh, between the heroin diaries, the dirt, and uh, the first 21, How I Became Nikki Six. He's now going to write a children's book. He said it will be released in 2022. Me and my wife are working on a book about this little girl who goes to all these countries in her imagination. She goes to Africa, and she uh, has this little African boy or girl teaching her about the culture. She goes to England. She goes to Wyoming. She learns about horses. Then she goes to Japan and learns about the food and culture. Uh, he said uh, it'll come out sometime next year. That's Nikki Six, who used to be a raging heroin addict, <laughs> uh, is writing a kid's book. But, man, one of the success stories of rock and roll, gave up the drugs and the booze in the mid-'90s, and he's kept clean. And he's lived a pretty amazing life for the last 25 years. Yeah, good for him with the kid's book. That'll be interesting. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Some rock news for you. 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's Rock Station, and the ZXL Morning Show. So much anxiety yesterday. I, uh, I'm i never really in a bad mood, but yesterday I was in a bad mood, and I think it stemmed from this. Parent-teacher conference. <laughs> I feel like I'm the one being talked about. Like, it's my decisions as a parent. that, uh, that, that That's the one that, that has the magnifying glass on it when I'm talking to the teacher. Oh, yeah. I think, they, I, think, I think they judge the parents by the behavior of the child. Sure. But I'll tell you what, man. And I'm, I'm going to be spoiled if it ever goes back to normal. We don't have face-to-face parent-teacher conferences anymore. Everything's through Google Meet. Oh, nice, man. Yeah. So I haven't yeah. been to a parent-teacher conference in well over two years. Yeah, that this, this, that, that's one of the things this pandemic kind of taught us is that we don't have to be face-to-face. Yeah. We could just communicate right there on the video screen. Two o'clock, I just hit a button. All of a sudden, you know, yeah. Mr. V is right there on the phone. I'm sitting I'm sitting on the couch in my bedroom. <laughs> you know, it's super easy. I was naked. I was like, what do you think about this? Huh? Look at this, teach. You put a shirt on, sir, before we start the Zoom <laughs> I, meeting. I wanted to I ask him. I, it, it, me and him didn't hit it off like that, but I wanted to ask him, like, Oh, it's you, a dude teacher? It's a dude teacher, yeah. and I, and my little guy's not exactly meshing. No, I don't like them. I don't like the, guy teachers. I never the, did. With the guy teacher, because he's had a, he's, you know, he, he lives in, you know, once again, he's got my, my wife, he's got two sisters, he's got grandmas for days. Um, so uh, he, it's pretty female heavy in his life. So he, he takes the female teachers. First year with a guy teacher, man, he's like, eh, he's not loving it. It's like a babysitter. Now listen, I'm no, sure it's not the not... teacher's fault. Teacher's a very nice guy. Sure, I'm sure he's a very good teacher. Yeah. It's just it's a it's a it's a it's 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 a different world for my little guy. I like guy science teachers. I think yeah. they were I think guys should be science teachers. Mr. Mr. Mecky was a great guy science teacher. Was it Mr. Mecky? Mr. Schmidt. Mr. Schmidt was a great guy science teacher I had in sixth grade. I had a Mr. Gimbar. Okay. Rest in peace, Mr. Gimbar. He was he was awesome, man. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, English, te- get, English teachers shouldn't be. But then guys. see, like once once you get to high school, it doesn't matter. Like high school, it didn't matter. But I do think I I think kids do gravitate towards females I agree. more. Yeah, sure. In that elementary level, even that early middle school level. And then I think once you hit a certain age, it doesn't matter if it's a guy or a girl. You're not going to pay attention at all. You're just thinking about girls. You know, girls are thinking about guys and guys are thinking about girls. Yeah, or high girls school, are thinking about girls and guys are thinking about guys. Sure. whatever, However you live, but the hormones kick in and here we go. Yeah. Uh, so... Now I'm sitting there naked in my bedroom and <laughs> with a guy teacher on so, Zoom. I just hit the Google Meet yeah. button. 
And uh, he's not wearing a shirt either. And it, it is like I said, it's fantastic. I never want to go back to actually having to go to a school to meet with a teacher because the Google Meets are 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 awesome. Yeah. But how about this? So my wife was off of work, right? And um, I go to where I go. Okay, I said, hey, uh, hey, babe, because uh, I talk nicely to her. You know, I talk yeah. softly. Yeah. I go, hey, baby. Yeah. Two o'clock, we got the parent teacher conference. She's like, can you just do it? Oh, now I want no <laughs> like, parts like, of any of it. Like it's, it's not like yeah. we got to go to the school. It's Google Meet. Yeah. So then the kicker is, I'm doing the Google Meet parent teacher conference in our bedroom, right, sitting on the couch naked. My wife is on the other side of the phone, mouthing me questions to ask the right. teacher. Why not just jump on, everybody? I yeah. I finally near the end, she I'm about to hang up, and me and him are exchanging pleasantries, right? Me and the teacher. And my wife's like, <clears throat> she has one more question. Yeah. And I yelled at her, right? Because at this point, I got a relationship with the teacher. I'm like, my, I'm sorry, yeah, sir. She's, my, she's a little shy. I said, I'm sorry. My <laughs> wife's here. She has a question. I was like, what? Ask the yeah. question. She then. comes out in a bath towel. What, what, what's going on over there? My well, wife it's weird because she did have tassels on her nipples. So <laughs> it's weird for the teacher to see. My wife did that too. She's like, can you just do it? I was like, no, because first of all, what I'm going to get is, did you ask this? Did you ask that? Exactly. I was like, no, again, no, you should be here and do it because, and, and the same it's thing. It's like when I do dinner, my wife will be like, you just make something. And then I do, and then I, I, she gets home and it's constant. well, did you use this? Why didn't you use this? You should have used this. Well, you should have made dinner. <laughs> well, even I had questions too. I said, no, I was like, you have questions and I yeah. have questions. It's not it's something for one of us to do. Now, ours, we actually had to go in the school. We made it work. But, I mean, yours, you just all sitting there right on the right same. I mean, she's right next she's to there. you. Yeah. She's at the on the other yeah. side of the phone. I'm yeah. like, just get in here and ask the question then. Yeah. You know, I'm sure to her it was like, well, I'm not, I don't have my face on. <laughs> you know, like, I, I'm like, who cares? I like, I, hopefully you're not sleeping with the guy. So just get in here and ask the question. She's feeding you questions like Biden. It's great. <laughs> yes. It's yeah. exactly yeah. what I felt like. Ask him how he's doing in math. I don't. How about I just turn the computer and yeah. you ask him how he's doing in math? <laughs> like, what are you doing, lady? Yeah. Uh, it is so. very convenient, though, just to jump on, man, with the teachers on the Zoom. That's all I really need. I don't need to see anybody. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I never want to go back inside. I get too much anxiety going back into a school because I hated school so much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that I if I never have to go back inside of a school, I'd be very happy. Yeah, my kids get all kind of extra help. I told you, I walked into a room with five teachers. <laughs> five. They all had laptops. And I was like, will we build a good adventure here? So that's the anxiety I get. Like, I know the little guy's struggling in math. Um, and so, like, he starts bringing up tests. And I'm like, oh, no, this is I'm waiting for the shoe to drop to be like, you know, we're going to he's in third grade. Now we're going to send him back down the preschool. Right, like, right. Like, like, you know, like I'm like, and uh, and luckily he's like, you know, he's like he's doing actually surprisingly well on these tests. And I'm like, really? Yeah. And you feel good. Oh, You're like, yeah, tell like, me more about my kid. I was like, OK. All right. Good. Because I knew like I, I, maybe I was spoiled because my daughter. Uh, my 16-year-old, she was a slam dunk. Right, so yeah, no issues. Right? No issues. Like, sometimes the teachers will call and be like, we don't even have to meet. Yeah. And then my son, who is 18, he was an X-factor, man. Some teachers would be like, oh, he's great. And then other teachers would be like, dude, this kid's awful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, but you're not doing a good job. Uh, look, we get, uh, we get back. We're going to do some headlines. But right now, I got a pair of tickets to go see Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, it comes out in just a couple weeks. We're going to give you tickets to go see the Ghostbusters Afterlife. It's the sequel to the very successful Ghostbusters all-female version. No, it's not. It's Stop not. saying that. You're not going to sell it well. That's the beauty of it. 
they just ignore that movie ever exists. If I walk in and Missy Elliott is the first face I see, <laughs> I'm walking out of the theater. Uh, reviews are in, and they said the movie is fantastic. Uh, so if you want in, 609-677-107. 609-677-107. 609-677-107. Uh, tickets to go see Ghostbusters Afterlife. It'll be out in, I believe... 15 days 609-677-107 dial up our buddies from harbor square theater are hooking us up so you get to pick between three great locations ventnor northfield and stone harbor 609-677-107 pair of tickets to ghostbusters afterlife we get back we'll knock out some headlines okay i get this story a little bit more now there was a teacher in florida who took her elementary school class to a gay bar. They're right? fun. Gay bars are fun. I've been to gay bars. So I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, well, I don't get this. Are we Are we trying to, uh, is this now like some type of drag show? I mean, you look at it, I don't know, yeah. second, third graders or whatever, right? So th- they're getting death threats and everything else. But to find out, I guess, and this does make sense. The fact that it's a gay bar shouldn't really matter. They just took them out to a restaurant, which I think is pretty cool. To show them the way the restaurant operates. I'm okay. like, okay, I get that neat. a little like, bit more. Because they used to do episodes like Mr. Rogers where he would go out and say, hey, kids, like this is how the kitchen works, you know? Uh, episodes of Reading Rainbow would do that. So, okay, you're a second grader. Your teacher's like, we're going to go experience how a restaurant works, kids. Yay! How servers or how servers get done, how you, how you leave a tip. I'm like, uh, all great things kids should learn. Kids, so I, this is Julie. Now, Julie said she was only going to do this job for a year. She's been here 17. <laughs> she hates her life. She has three kids and three different dads. And uh, she, oh, th- that's her crying. Yeah, that she's starting her shift. Yes. Uh, this is the hostess. Now, she's 15. She just got a job. The 32-year-old manager constantly hits on her. Uh, oh, that's the cook. Yes. Oh, that's a neck tattoo. Uh, he has that. If you look, it goes all the way up past his earlobe. Yeah, now choose which one. Which one do you want to be, kids? Now, the name of the place is Rosie's. I love I've worked in restaurants. Restaurants are the best. It really is like the, the movie Waiting. The, it's 100%. Yeah, the movie Waiting, yeah. I don't think there's been a movie that nails an industry better than the movie Waiting did the restaurant industry. Sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty much the manager trying to hit on the hot wait. You know, I would say it's exactly what I said. That, you know, it's, you're got. a hostess, you're 15, 16, uh, you're hot, and the 35-year-old guy who always imagined he would do more with his life is con- and probably freshly divorced is hitting on her constantly. Sure, yeah. Now they want to go to a party. Of course he's going to show up. He's now the old guy at the party full of a bunch of kids. Oh, you know? And those, yeah. those, the nights after the shop closes up, right, the restaurant closes, the, those parties, uh, there's some epic parties that get thrown. And then there are people from the restaurant you don't want to show up. Like, you don't want that 35-year-old manager to show up to the party. No, not at all. You know, you don't want some of the line cooks to show up because you don't want the cops, to, you know, arriving. Now, some of the things on the menu here at Rosie's Gay Bar. Now, the kids got their own menu. It, it was a kid's menu. But okay. if they would have gotten the uh, the Rosie's menu, yeah, uh, including burgers named Ivana Hooker. Oh, Ivana yeah. Hooker. Okay. Yeah, okay. okay. All right. R-H-O-D-A. Rhoda Cowboy. Okay. Okay. These are fun. Yeah, this is we, like an Applebee's. We've gone through this with the, the names before. Like they, they try and pull them off in like, like uh, I've been to like those restaurants meetings. where the waitresses are mean to you. Same type of thing. It's a theme. Anita Mojita. <laughs> All right. And then there's the uh, sexy Cuban temptress. Yeah. Another burger named Helena Helena Bun. 
Now that's touted as being uh, tossed in Rosie's own smack my cheeks and make them rosy sauce. I'm all in. Hey, you got to make a buck somehow. Sounds like a fun did, field trip. Okay, okay, the end of the day. Did the kids have fun? Probably, and I you know it, and they probably learned the way the restaurant and I don't works. know. That menu sounds pretty fantastic. The food <laughs> sounds good. What do you want? What do you want, little Jerry? I'll take a, a nut of mojito. I mean, you're a teacher. You couldn't find a ground round. Right, you right. Couldn't, you couldn't find a Fuddruckers that you could take the kids to? It looks nice. It's colorful. It's yeah. got a lot of neon. That's well, cool. I wouldn't want to see what's in that coloring book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, CXL Workforce Employee of the Day. Good morning. Hey, what's going on? Hey, buddy, what's going on with you, man? What's your name? My name's Eric. All right, Eric, and uh, we'll make it a ZXL Workforce Employee of the Day. Where do you work, Eric? I work at Public Works. And what do you do there? Oh, I'm with the road crew. Okay, I got you. Oh, my God, I almost hit one of you guys this morning. Not one of you guys, but uh, it was doing some road construction this morning, and I like to watch TV when I'm driving in. Yeah. I almost swiped <laughs> a guy, dude. No, no, no. Okay, I'll, I'll take that. I was, I was only kidding, but... They were. It was very narrow with the cones, and then there was another truck next to him. I'm like, yeah, really, guys? I had to get down to like five miles an hour. But it was really cool, too, because I'm not paying attention to the road work. But I, I'm watching them do the spray paint lines on the thing. I'm pretty fascinated fun. with yeah, the truck. So right. I'm not paying attention to the guys that are kind of slowing me down. I'm like, I don't know. they got a paint truck right there I'm trying to keep up with. Dude, I'll tell you what. We, uh... We talk about it. The best job to have is the guy who hangs off the back of the truck to pick up the cones. I see that guy. That's yeah. a cool. That's a fun job, yeah. man. Yeah. Right. Unless it's cold out and you get the wind blowing in your face. But I think it's cool like a kid on a trash truck. Dude, know? how about this? I was a little concerned because I live off the Black Horse Pike, but I was happy to see this happen. Um, we had a jail crew come down the Black Horse Pike right by my house and clean up the trash on the side of the road. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, except that in reality, they were about 75 yards from my house. (laughs) Uh, So I did not enjoy that. But uh, Eric, uh, who works on the road crew for Public Works, you're going to see Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, The good people from Harbor Square Theater are hooking us up. So you pick one of their great three locations, Ventnor, Stone Harbor, or Northfield. Yeah, I'll go with Stone Harbor. All right. You stay on hold. We're going to hook you up, all right? Awesome, thank you. Hi, man. You're very welcome. Hey, we get back. Uh, we're going to knock out some trash. And the guys from AC Jokes are in. Yeah, by and the way, he's in rare form, isn't he? They look hungover and miserable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we'll do that when we get back. Oh, I love trash. Anything dirty or dingy or dusty. Anything ragged or rotten or rusty. Yes, I love trash. Dude, I don't know how he does it. I guess being funny. Pete Davidson, it looks like he's dating Kim Kardashian. <laughs> really? Dude, so far this Dude, guy, he's come on, man. run through Ariana Grande. I think he was dating uh, Cindy Crawford's daughter. Hey. <laughs> like, like, this guy has had some real A-listers, man. Uh, Kate Beckinsale, he was dating not that long ago. He's not a good-looking guy. But How do you funny. bring him home to mom? But he's kind of, he's edgy. He's, he's, he's the it guy right now. He's funny. And Kim, uh, she's at least hanging out with Pete Davidson. They've gone out to dinner a couple times. And you know it's real because she's going to Staten Island. Isn't he the wrong shade? Uh, let's see here. Airbnb is offering stays at the Sex in the City apartment. Uh, For just $23 a night, Airbnb is offering guests the chance to stay at the recreated Carrie Bradshaw iconic Sex in the City brownstone apartment. 
The opportunity, the first of its kind for two lucky parties, is in celebration of the upcoming release of the HBO Max original. And just like that, uh, Parker personally helped, Sarah Jessica Parker, personally helped craft the reproduction of the famous residence. So it's decorated the same way and all that? I guess it's just decorated yeah. in very early 2000s. Oh. Uh, <laughs> like every casino? My wife would do it in a second, I bet. So we talked yesterday. Wendy Williams is in a loony bin, right? She's getting, uh, she's, it's, it's bad. I mean, she's in a bad way so much so that she's getting the help she needs, right? Like, we don't know if it's drugs, if it's alcohol, if it is mental illness. We just know that come end of the summer, she was supposed to show up to work and she never did. You want me to watch a show? You send her in that loony, that loony bit, you send her a microphone and you start rolling the cameras, dude, and I'll watch Wendy Williams. So here's the deal. The show has been guest hosted all this past, real like six weeks. And the ratings are through the roof. Yeah. So you no Wendy new, it's Williams been new hosted. means the ratings are through the roof. Well, now they've decided that Wendy's going to take another month in whatever rehab center she's in. And they're going to have more guest hosts. This time we're going to get Jerry Springer. Uh, Bill Bellamy, if you remember MTV back in the day. Uh, and Michael Rappaport will all fill in for the Wendy Williams show. So now it's just a show full of different hosts. But I think that's what people like. Yeah. You know, every week it's a new host. Yep. They did that for years with uh, that Regis and Kelly. When Regis ended up bouncing from the show, they ended up just having, like, guest hosts. Oh, in. yeah. One day it would be Michael Buble. Yeah. You know? And it worked for a while. Then they ended up getting Strahan, and then Strahan bounced, and they ended up getting Ryan Seacrest. But they could run this for yeah. the entire year, probably, while they figure out what to do with Wendy Williams. Yeah, I know what to do. Leave her in there. You're making money now. Because the thing is, if she becomes an insurance risk, man, because they put a lot of money into these shows, they're going to bounce Wendy Williams. Now, how bad would it be if they kept it the Wendy Williams show, but she wasn't the host anymore? Right. Yeah. <laughs> it would be cool if every episode they would throw it to her just to see how she's doing. Hey, let's check up on Wendy now. It looks like Wonder Woman Gal Gadot is in final negotiations. The star is the evil queen in Disney's live action take on Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. She's smoking hot, man. She is. Yeah. She's very yeah. good looking. It uh, looks like Joe Exotic, the Tiger King, has revealed in a letter he posted on Instagram that his doctor said his prostate cancer is very aggressive. He wants his fans to try and, I guess, push for his release from prison. Uh, the makers of Oreo cookies and Sour Patch Kids said because of the economy, they're raising prices 6 to 7% in the U.S. Wow. Sour Patch Sour Kids, Patch yeah. Kids. It's, they, yeah. they blamed it squarely on the supply chain issues. No, they're sitting on cargo ships. She filmed it right here in Atlantic City, at least parts of it. Holly Berry's directorial debut called Bruised about a female MMA fighter is coming out in theaters November 17th. And then a week later, it will be on Netflix. It also made history. It's the first all-female hip-hop soundtrack. Uh, that's Holly Berry who once again filmed some of the movie in Atlantic City. It's called Bruised, and that's coming out November 17th. We'll wrap it up with this. You love Tupac Shakur. Who doesn't love I Tupac Shakur? I do not. Shakur? Like, I'm an East Coast guy. He's a West Coast guy. He was originally an East Coast guy. Yeah, he was and from then Atlanta. He broke yeah. From the East Coast. Yeah. He was from Baltimore. And then he claimed, was it Baltimore? Him and Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh. They grew up together in the hood of Baltimore. Then he put his stake in, I think, Oakland. Uh, yeah, then he jumped over and, and yeah. hung out with the West Coast crew. Uh, but we got a great song. The California Love. Yeah. You got Dear Mama, too. Who doesn't dance to Dear Mama Dear at their Mama's wedding? A great you know? song. Well, they're going to have a Tupac Shakur museum 
in LA. It's called Wake Me Up When I'm Free. It'll premiere January 21st of 2022 in Los Angeles. It'll be an immersive museum experience. His mom always made him a hot plate after she got done cleaning people's houses. What a good mother, man. Uh, Even though she was a crack fiend, she was always my black Black queen. queen. Sure was, yeah. It's a great line. I have that tattooed on my neck. Uh, There you go. Some trash for you. 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's Rock Station, ZXL Morning Show. We haven't done this for a while. Do you want to take a trip with me? Oh, inside the head of a now 21-year-old? Take my hand. We're going to go on a trip inside the mind of a (laughs) 21-year-old. It used to be 20, but we haven't done it in a year. I think we started when she was 18. (laughs) Uh, So the mind of a 21-year-old. She's finally moving out, right? She has signed a lease. She is moving out. Her and the boyfriend are going, and and we've pushed them out of the nest. They're now soaring. Their wings are out, and they're flying high. Is that a workout room now? What are you going to do? Movie room? Playroom? What are you going to do with it? Library? Here's what I'm going to do. So the first day she moves out, right? I'm going to shampoo the carpets, yeah. right? I'm going to talk slow because yeah. I know some guys are going to get real off on like this. Like a dirty tenant. Yeah. Like, <laughs> all right. I'm going to get in there. I'm going to shampoo the carpets, right? Just get in there deep with that shampooer. And I have a commercial-grade shampooer. Oh, yeah. I'm getting in there, yeah, right? Yeah. Right? Stanley Steamer. You style. are talking porn to a guy whose kids are ready to move out. Uh, then I'm going to do a, like a little Clorox mix, right? Because mm-hmm. the walls are white. Oh, yeah. Clean I'm going to take, I'm going to scour the walls. Yeah. What are you going to really do? Really get it good, right? What about the baseboards? Uh, there is the a hole in the wall where the, where she pushed the, the door into the wall. So there's a little, that indentation into the sheetrock. She pushed past the stopper? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's called a stopper. <laughs> so now I got to, I got to patch that up. Uh, so yeah, so it's get it's just going to be a guest room. We're just going to have. You know, we're going to have a spot for uh, she's got a little guy. We're going to put a little pack and play in there. We're going to have it as a guest room and it's going to sit like a museum and no one's going to no one's going to be allowed in it or touch it. Plastic on the furniture. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be a spot that when I just want to I want to zone out and I want to feel my my own Zen. I'm going to close the door and it's going to be my room. Then you need a futon. I'm just going to sit there and I'm going to I'm going to meditate. So she's out. Right. That's it. Stepdaughter out, 21. She's she's going to go and fly high on her own, I hope. Now, yesterday, she's like, oh, I need to get boxes. And I said, I said, okay, I said, let's think about this. You're going to start packing up. I said, boxes may not be your friend. I said, because you're not moving far. She's only moving about 15 minutes away. And I said, you, all you really have is clothes. So I said, why don't you do this? I said, you know, take my advice. I've done this. Go to the dollar store. Buy 20 laundry baskets. Okay. Oh, right? nice. Yeah. Yeah. Pack up all your clothes in laundry baskets. And then when you're done moving, you have 20 laundry baskets that you can use for laundry, for closets, whatever. Right? So she's like, good idea. So she leaves, a couple hours, comes back. Just huge boxes she bought. She bought boxes, what, which is, like, by the I way. Know, yeah, I know what you're talking about. The worst investment you can make is yeah. buying boxes. There's no, after that, you're done with them. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, that's it. You're, you're going to end up putting them in a closet or a garage, or you're going to end up throwing them away. You could have went bins from Home Depot and then returned them when you were done. Or how about this? If she was going to go boxes, go to your local liquor store. They have walls of empty boxes that they will just give you for yeah, free. That, that used they don't to be want. the move, yeah. They don't want anymore, right? Instead, she probably spent $50 on stupid boxes. So now I hear her upstairs. She's boxing everything up, uh, you know, folding everything up. So now I walk upstairs. I have a hallway that is just filled with boxes. This is one room, right? This is one room. Well, once again, you know, this is every instead of packing like how you should pack, 
It's like, well, this box is this, oh, and this right, box is right, this. Right. No, what you should do is just pack it all in boxes, yep. take it to the place, and figure it out when you get to your place. Uh, so, I now have a, a bit like a upstairs hallway that's just filled with boxes, and she goes, uh, "Do you mind if this stays like this for two weeks?" I look at her and I go, "It's not. St- no. You're not leaving these boxes in a hallway." I had to hurdle over one to get into my bedroom. Yeah, no, slide these back in there and close the door. When you're done, you're done. I go, here's what you're going to do. You're going to make a staging area in your little bedroom, (laughs) and and then you're going to put all the boxes back in your bedroom. I go, you got to come up with a game plan. I go, so you packed all this up not knowing where it was going? Yeah, at least. And I go, you got two weeks. I go, this isn't like a day or two. You got two weeks left. I know your garage is somewhat of a game room, but at least get them out of the hallway. Even if you what? told me, hey, can I put them in the garage for so, a couple days? I don't even give her that idea because you're right. Like, I don't want that in my in 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 my little rec area. You can't that I play made the foosball garage. when you're behind a box. I told her, I said, clean out your car. Yeah. I'll pack them up oh, right now. Yeah. You can keep them in your car for two weeks. Yeah, you got I don't a pot care. In the driveway. So I'm like, so now I got so so now at least what I was able to do is pile a wall up in the hallway of boxes. But I'm like, you can't. I'm like, you got to figure out what you're doing. I go. My house isn't going to become your trash room for two weeks because you wanted to pack up two weeks early. And now it's an inconvenience. Like yes. you want to be the least of the least inconvenience that you could be. Yeah, to stare at boxes. Here's what we're talking man. about. We're talking about maybe a couple hours of moving anyway. It's not like she's moving a house. Right. Right. She's moving a bedroom. Yeah. Like, and I th- I don't even think she's taking the furniture. I think she's leaving the, 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 the majority of the furniture. So it really is just clothes. I like the fact that she doesn't want to look at the boxes, so she can close yeah, the door, yeah. and now you got to look Dude. at the boxes. <laughs> Dude, you would think my house is a hotel sometimes because what, what all the kids do, right, they take their trash when they're done with it, yeah. push it outside their door. Yeah. Their dirty laundry when they're done with it, they push it outside their door. So what you just said, they shut their room door. They don't have to see it or smell it. They don't have it, to sure. see it. Because yeah. the bellboy will run up yeah. there and clean it. I pray that there's plates on Dude. the floor outside the door like a hotel. A hundred percent. There has been oh, plates boy. like room service yeah. put outside of a bedroom yeah. door in my house because <laughs> Scotty the bellboy will come up and clean it. Yes, sir. Do you need anything else? Ring the bell. Oh, God. You need key cards to get into the rooms. Dude, it, I wish. I wish I document the things that I see in my yeah. house. Yeah. Because I know people don't believe it. My wife's starting to see it. And it, there's nothing makes me happier. Well, yeah, you've really gone up a notch now. Nothing since makes me about happier this, yeah. than my wife starting Admitting to see it, it yeah. and going, wow, like, you were right. You're right, yeah. You were right. Like, you, wow. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I know I was yeah. right. Yeah. I know I'm not crazy. Yep. Look, we, uh, we kept... I don't know. You're sounding a little crazy now. <laughs> we get back. You got caffeine in you. <laughs> I'm going to have a heart attack. You got crazy eyes, man. I haven't <laughs> seen those since Cancun. <laughs> we get back. We'll do a thing called You Think You Have a Bad. You Think You've Got It Bad. A passenger left travelers stunned after he was caught doing what on a flight, Jojo? I'm going to say airplane uh, flight. I'm going to say masturbation. No, he's giving his friend a tattoo. On the flight? Yeah. Oh, that buzzing sound? What about the turbulence? The man was caught using a tattoo gun while the plane was landing. The video was posted by an Instagram account uh, called Passenger Shaming. Oh, I got a question. Yeah. I thought you had to plug those in. Uh, A tattoo gun. Dude, that is a world I know nothing about. You sh- I so thought you've done I, tattoos before. Oh, I've got a tattoo <laughs> at 18 and drunk. Uh, that was 23 uh, years ago. Do you remember him plugging the machine in? 
I don't. <laughs> I, I don't. Has I? It was. Uh, I think it was called like Run of Me Tattoos. Uh, <laughs> thoughts and prayers for no turbulence. The Instagram post showed the video or says the video shows the man using a tattoo gun on his friend's hand. Although it isn't clear what he was drawing, leaning the hand on his gray table, large puddles of ink are seen splattering all over it. The video filmed by another passenger joke. My man was getting in some tight and clean line work on his friend while the plane touched down. Uh, it has since been liked nearly 12,000 times with most people stunned by how disgusting it was. Many people asked if tattoo guns are allowed on the plane. However, the TSA confirms the tattoo guns can be brought in both hand luggage and check luggage. But I mean, I know there's like um, like cleanliness rules that go into a tattoo parlor, and I'm pretty sure a plane doesn't yeah. isn't conducive to, to, to doing a, a clean and safe tattoo. A new study has found that married couples who met on dating apps have a higher chance of getting what, JoJo? Separated. Divorced, yeah. The research <laughs> concluded that 12% of the couples who found their significant other online got divorced within the first three years of marriage, compared to only 2% of lovers who met through friends. The findings also noted that the percentage of those likely uh, to split goes up as the years go by. After seven years of marriage, the likelihood of divorce for a couple who met through the app shot up to 17%. Because you got to put real work in there. Online dating isn't real work. you got to put real work in there. Well, here's the thing. When you meet somebody through friends, you already have a foot up because you have like friends. Sure. Right? Like, so you know that maybe you do the same things, you're into the same things, you work in the same industry. You have the same friends. You you meet somebody on ChristianMingle.com, you're not exactly sure if you have anything in common with that person. And a lot of times, too, like your friends approve of the other person. Yes. Yes. Uh, Okay, I like this. Uh, A Taiwanese teacher found a unique way to make math sexy. Ready for this? Yeah. The teacher was using Pornhub to strip down hardcore calculus and reach more students. I've seen that website. What? I don't understand where the math comes in. Uh, Chang Hsu, better known as Chang Hsu Math 666, has attracted 1.9 million views and nearly 7,000 subscribers to his account, dubbed Play Hard, Study Hard. I knew this day would come, Chang said. People get intrigued if you do special things in special places, and he doesn't even need to take it off. Chang appears fully dressed in all his 230 videos as he imparts his number-crunching wisdom in Mandarin. His unique strategy has helped him attract many new students after an attempt to teach on YouTube fizzled because it was difficult to stand out. I asked myself where to find my target students. He said it's college boys. The answer popped out. Adult video platforms. So what I'm reading here is this guy, what he does is he makes legit math videos, right? Yeah. yeah. But then he just uploads them to Pornhub. So guys will just find them by accident and maybe start digging math. Wow, look at that. It's not like this guy's whipping his dong out, you know. It's He's just doing a straight-up math class. But he hopes by accident, when you're looking for Lana Rhodes videos, that you end up stumbling upon, uh, look, upon his math calculus videos. Here we have one guy. All right, kids, there's one guy. Yeah. Now, two girls walk into the room. Uh-huh. What do you have? Uh, hand in the back. Three. That's right. It's called threesome. You're right, Oko. Okay. All right. Which one's the variable? The stepson, the mom, <laughs> or the dryer she gets stuck in? Uh, there you go. Those people, they have a bad. You, uh, not so much. Very confusing the check engine light in your car. Okay. Mine uh, so, came on so, as I was driving in this morning. Remember I had uh, the sports car? 
It was, I wouldn't call it a sports car. It was more uh, a higher-end car. I had a 2011 Toyota Camry. Yeah, yeah. That thing you feel like you could just drive right through the check engine light. Felt like it was gray on gray. I don't know if you've ever seen that in any rental car you've been in. I'm sure that was hard to get. <laughs> so it was the it was the silver gray on silver yeah. gray interior. Yeah. Also, a silver gray ceiling. Everything was silver gray. Is that just the extra parts at the end of the assembly line? <laughs> it was. It's everything. Like, the shifter was that color. The seat was that color. The when car you, was that color. When you ordered the car online, is that what you chose? <laughs> so, it was weird, man. On the Camry, if I needed an oil change, the check engine light would come on. Right, right. But the check engine light, to me, is like, your engine's going to blow up. If you don't get this fixed now, we're not going to move. See, it starts flickering this morning. Now, here is I'm on my way to work. I'm in the middle of the Black Horse Pike. Now, I should, should I have pulled over? Hold on, you just took your car in to get serviced. This is what, now, okay, now, <laughs> I hear this all the time. Yeah. People say when, uh, you know, if you go and get your car serviced, whatever, they want you to come back, so they do a little something okay. to your I car, you know I what I mean? I'm not, gonna, okay. I'm not claiming that's the case. I, I don't know what it is. heard this, didn't believe it, and then I saw it for myself that it worked. Yeah. Here's the first thing you do when your check engine light comes on. Yeah. Go make sure your gas cap is screwed on tightly. I don't have a gas cap. Yeah, so well, that's, you're yeah. screwed. So thanks, Mr. Mechanic. Well, no, because that's a thing now with those sensors. <laughs> the air, yes. The stupid it, stuff like that. If someone doesn't tighten off. up your gas cap, your ga- your check engine light will come on. Yeah. Uh, all right, you're screwed. I yeah. don't know. It's going to cost you a lot of money. I don't have no you. idea on what it is. It just starts flickering. It's now, the worst, man. It's it's because it, you just in your head. It's the same thing when you get a flat tire. You're like, ah, oh, like in my head, I didn't compute this. Like I didn't have, I didn't put two hundred dollars aside. To get a tire fixed, you know? And you don't know what it is. Now, it, it it flickered for about five minutes. I decided to drive through it. Because what am I going to do? I'm going to pull over and do what? Yeah. Here's me, here's me a person it. that has no idea what to do with a car. Check engine. So I raise the hood and I yeah. look at the engine. Are you Okay. Well, you just got your car serviced, so I'm guessing you got an oil change. Got an oil change. Not the oil change. Now, it did shut off. About 20 minutes into work, so far so good. So I pushed through the check engine. Maybe it just yeah. wanted me to look at the engine and be like, hey, all right. Looking good, man. And then close the hood. Man, maybe it could be anything. Here's what kills me is these things are such a, a pain in the ass to get to turn off. Yeah. And it could be something as I've heard like a, a CO2 sensor or something that's going to cost $800. Yes. With my OCD, there's no way I can leave it. I, I, I'm i going to have to get it fixed it is if tough, it comes man. back on. My wife has a, um, a sensor on her tire. That is uh, that's bad, but it's a sensor that doesn't do anything. It just mm-hmm. te- it's it went bad, so it keeps saying that the function it does isn't working. Right. But a mechanic even told me he goes, it's still working. The sensor is right. broken. But in your mind, there's something wrong with your car, well, dude. So every time you turn my wife's car on, not one, not two, three lights come on. Yeah. And they stay on. Yeah. Do you know how hard it is for me to focus on the road when I have these three lights? And the guy wants a thousand bucks to right. fix it just for the sensor. That's supposed to tell you that yeah. what goes wrong with your car, but that's uh-huh. not going wrong with your car. It's yeah. just a sensor to the car. Yeah, he wants a thousand dollars. So really, I'm paying him a thousand dollars to make those lights go away. Yeah, that's, that's all. That yeah, that's it all is. it is. And I wish there was something where I could go on there and say, you know what? Just I I know what's happening here. I'm gonna turn you. I put I put black tape over top of sensors years ago wow. over top of sets so I don't have to look at them. I actually blindfold while driving. <laughs> you just don't look at the speedometer. <laughs> Yeah, so it's a pain in the ass. We'll see. We'll see suck, if it comes man. back on, but it's like you, you spend so much money you, you for a nice car. I don't want to look at that. You light, hope it's man. something stupid like yeah. a gas tank that's not tight enough, but it could cost you a thousand dollars. You yeah. don't know, and it's so vague. 
Check your engine. Check engine. Can you give me a, hey, maybe the air filter needs to be changed. Did you say maybe it was lonely? Did you say, hey, I'm just checking up on your engine. Everything okay? You feeling all right? You all right? You okay in there? How we doing? Uh, everybody, thank you for your phone calls today. They're always welcomed on the show. Glad when you're all a part of it. Stay there. We'll kick off a rock block. It's 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's Rock Station ZXL Morning Show. When you're smiling. When you're smiling. When you're smiling. When you're smiling. I'm over smiles with you. Smiles with you. And when you're laughing. When you're laughing. Oh, you're laughing. Oh, you're laughing. Mm, when the sun comes shining through. Shining through. When you're crying. When you're crying. You bring on the rain. Stop your sign. Won't you be happy again? happy again? When you're smiling. Keep on smiling. And the world will smile. Good morning. I'd like my two nuts on JoJo's mom's chin. He couldn't be done any better by somebody who's as weird as he is. Good morning. Yeah, we're rocking. Hey, thank you. You guys are the best. Don't forget to wear something sexy when you take them there breakfast. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, Yo, keep me laughing, man. You guys are great. Ah! They're not racist. <laughs> Good morning. You guys are still there, huh? There you are the ultimate knucklehead. This is the radio. That's a DJ. No, oh, better. better. Like, if you yeah. were on it, I would listen to it. Thanks, yeah. man. Getting up in the morning doesn't suck anymore. Today's show was brought to you by the letters W, T, and F. JoJo and Scotty. End of discussion.